Welcome to the Lifebox Media Channel Radio Podcast. Today I have the pleasure of interviewing again, a second time on this show, actor, director, producer, David McAbee. How are you doing today, buddy? Char, it's good to hear from you, man. I'm doing great. I got the name right this time, right? <laughs> you nailed it. <laughs> I'm working on it, brother. I'm working on it. So how are you holding up underneath all this stuff? Man, I'm holding up. I'm keeping myself busy. Uh, the wife and I are busy. I'm writing every day. And then uh, now that the, the the film is finally out, I'm you know lucky enough to be talking to, to my friends like you and uh, promoting the film. Let me tell you something. I, you know, I was so excited... You know, when we first spoke about this film, and it's For the Love of Jesse, it came out last Friday. Um, you guys got to go check this out. I, uh, my intention was last night to watch it because I, 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 have, I have friends that, you know, made the film. So they, I got a copy, and but unfortunately, I did not get a chance to see it last night. Storms and everything else here. But I'm excited about this film. Tell us a little bit about it. Yeah, you know, it's kind of just been a labor of love and hate and heartburn over the past uh, three years, I guess it's been. I mean, it, to, to give you the Cliff Note version, I, I, I wrote a film called Night Terrors uh, about four years ago uh, with Lorraine Landon, and the producers of my new film, For the Love of Jesse, um, kind of saw that and saw what I did, and we worked together on, on another project. And they, uh, they came to me, and, and the producer goes, I got this idea for a story. You know, it's very uh, PG. It's not like your horror stuff. Do you think you can tackle the idea? And she pitched me the idea. And the, it's the idea that this doctor uh, loses his wife in childbirth, um, while at the same time, uh, one of his patients loses her child the same night. And through happenstance, they, they end up working together and... and um, you know, uh, maybe maybe some love blossoms, but it's really just a story of redemption, of second chances, getting those second chances that most people think they don't deserve, and uh, how you pick up your life after tragedy. And it's kind of in the in our atmosphere where we're at in, in the climate today. It's it, you know, uh, I think it might ring a little true no matter where your life is at. Um, you know, after you watch the film, and tell us a little bit about the cast. Oh, dude, let me tell you about the cast. First of all, I wrote it, uh, like I said, um, in 2017. And at the time, I was writing it for a very, very good friend of mine, Blake Heron, um, to, to play the leading character. I had pitched him the idea uh, for the child actor who, who got, who, who yeah, as a grown-up, he was still acting, but he was always playing like the bad guy, playing the biker, playing the drug dealer. Uh, playing the guy that you're not rooting for. So I wrote this character with him in mind with the idea that he gets to be the leading man, the guy that, that, uh, that people look to, the, the, the people that, uh, the, the guy that people are going to cheer for. Right. Um, so I spent all this time writing the script and, and, and we were six weeks away from production and I was on a vacation with my, with my now wife. Um, and we got the, the heartbreaking news that, that Blake had passed away. So, not only did I lose a friend, but I, you know, I lost a, a leading man in in my film. And being six weeks away from production with cameras on the ground ready to go, uh, the producers called me and said, <laughs> kind of put it on my shoulders. Uh, what do you want to do? Do you want to continue? Do you want to recast? Do you want to stop? Which is fine, and we'll just call it a wash. Um, and I sat on it for a while, and I talked through it with my with my fiance, or you know, my now wife. 
and after lots of drinking and lots of <laughs> debating, uh, obviously we decided to, to continue on because I know that's what uh, Blake would have wanted. And I went back to square one and rewrote the script and rewrote that character. So, um, and I promise I'm getting to the cast here soon. <laughs> no, no um, I brought that so up that on purpose because I because I because I remember this story and I wanted you to tell it again on this episode. Yeah, and and so I I sat there, you know with very limited time I rewrote that main character, uh, so it was just different enough. So I wasn't casting someone to play Blake to play this part. I wanted it to be different enough, so I was kind of starting fresh. So I rewrote the character. I rewrote kind of his. Um, uh, you know, I took away all the things that were Blake and kind of made it a little more broad. So when I was reading with actors, I could kind of fit them into this box that I, that I had to recreate really quick. And we were lucky enough to to cast uh, Randy Wayne in uh, in that leading role. Um, and the biggest, the most important thing for me uh, in finding a new leading man was the spark that that character had to have with our leading lady, Mandala Rose. Blake and Dalla had this amazing chemistry uh, on screen that just clicked. And uh, I knew that's something I could not replicate, even if I wanted to. So then I had to find the right match. And when Randy came on, I had found that match uh, in, in rehearsals. I just had them dance. I just wanted to see them dance together, slow dance. Let me see if there's like a click there, if there's that spark that I could believe that, that these two people might have, these two characters might have. And they had that spark. Um, so Randy Wayne... Uh, we got Mandala Rose as our leading lady. Um, Bree Blair, you might recognize from SWAT or Babysitter's Club. Uh, Tony Denman, um, and, and obviously Green Legend Adrian Barbeau. Yeah, you 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 had my attention with uh, with the other part of your cast, and you said, "Oh yeah." And when when you and I first met, you're like, "Oh yeah, Char." And by the way, you know we have Adrian Barbeau, and I was like, my head came up. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, you already had, you already had a really cool, talented cast, and I was like, go team, you know, and because Adrian Barbo is so talented and iconic from all the way back from whether you go to John Carpenter's movies to to uh, to The Fog and things like that to Maud to everything, mm-hmm. she she was you know one of the most iconic you know television and movie you know figures out there. So I was already like, man, and she's talented as hell. So I was like, man, that's totally awesome. And uh, it's it's a pretty blown up cast. I love the cast on this. Like I said, I, I and I had, I had seen the trailer, but I had not had a chance to watch it. Like I said, we've had storms here, and we're right outside sure. of Nashville, so unfortunately, last night that just didn't work like that. Um, and I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch it today later on, and then we'll put it we'll put a great uh, you know we'll put a whole blip thing out of it later. But here's the thing. So so as the story kind of get the, the the part of the story as it is, you were telling us now how was it. You know, getting from when we spoke to you, gosh, what is almost a year ago now, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. to now, and 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 then normally, you know, because we talked about this going in out, and you were going to have the big red carpet and the whole deal, which I think you're still looking at doing down the pike. But um, how is it that you know you get to the point of the good stuff is now the movie's out? Now it's out. I mean, it's this weird dichotomy of of it's like kind of a weight off my shoulders now it's like all now it's just in the universe and people will like it not like it or, and do whatever they want but it's out of my hands say uh, 
remind people that there's something good to watch out there that they can take a break from the news and spend 94 minutes uh, with our film and just like take a break. I read, I read, I try not to read reviews, but but my wife came out to me yesterday and she's like, here, uh, read this review. I think it's pretty good. And it was uh, out of the Hollywood Digest, and it said um, that that for the love of Jesse is like that welcomed hug that we can't have right now. I just thought that was like a perfect way wow. to put it. It's just it's just like that nice hug. It's warm. It's welcoming. There's nothing threatening about our movie. It'll make you think. There's lots of heartbreak, but there's lots of love and redemption. So um, hearing that it's like a warm hug is nice uh, after all that hard work, you know. Uh, again, I try not to read reviews, good or bad, just because I, I get in my head too much. But right. hearing that, I was like, that's kind of kind of what it is. It's like that. It's like a nice warm hug, and who doesn't like a nice warm hug? Yeah, that 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 that's great, man. And I didn't even we we didn't even talk about that last night. So I think that's really cool. And congratulations on that, man. That's and you know, yeah, thank and, you. and I can be as brutal as anybody on on beating up a film, you know. And, sure, and, same and, here. And nobody's nobody's going to give me an Oscar tomorrow for my acting. And you know, <laughs> I mean, for the for the movies and television I've done, no one's going to say I like. I never get up to saying I thank the Academy, but I mean, you know, but. <laughs> But, you know, it is a funny thing. It is a, when you get something, matter of fact, I've had the opposite. I've been on the raspberry side. So, I, <laughs> same here, man. Same here. <laughs> so, so when, when, you know, you hear something, especially when it's a friend and, and, and you know, some of the cast members and everything else. And, and, and even if, you know, you, you look at the things that I think you and I spoke about and, 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 you know, Mike and I spoke about too, that, you know, anybody who spends this much time on a set, Man, you know, it's hard work and you have respect for them. If the movie comes out god awful, then you know what, man, there was a lot of work put into that god awful. And exactly. And, and, you know, and when a movie gets some good reviews, I mean, because God knows, I mean, I've, I've, I've put the boots to some movies in my day. And 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 some of them have had friends in them, and like thanks a lot, buddy. And I'm like, yeah, but you know, did you watch it? No. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I didn't. And, and uh, or unfortunately, I did. You know, and I I, I did. And I won't say the movie because I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna roll into this to to make a nice package. Of this is that I I, I was with a, a, a now passed away legend and did a movie with him and great movie. Uh, for what it was for, it was comedy, you know, and and but but it was it was low key co- comedy, and the sequel was put out, and I went to the actor, and you know, and it, and it was a, a different actor played it, and played the lead, and and I said, uh, you know, I say, hey, man, I, I saw oh, you were in the original, said, yeah, you know, and and how was how was the uh, how was the sequel? I watched it the other night, and he goes, how was it? Well, you know, it's kind of what it was, you know, and the same thing as what mine was, you know, and <laughs> yeah, yep, you know, yeah, I know that response, and, yeah. And, yeah, and he says, "I didn't see it. I was already working. I couldn't go to the deal." This, I said, "I said, but it was fun, you know, and it was fun. It wasn't god awful, but it was fun." And neither one of them were going to. I mean, one of them got top raspberry. First one got top raspberries of the year. So I mean, I said, "Hey, look, if I had to be number one, it was either good or bad. So might as well make it not half fasted, you know?" <laughs> but, yeah, right. But but so so the coming back on that part is that I give such credit for you guys as filmmakers because sometimes you know we look at it and say, and and you're an actor also, so you you you've been on all sides of this, and so when somebody comes out and says, you know, it's easy to put the boots to a film, and 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 sometimes we forget how hard people 
work in the process of this. And, and sometimes we're ta- we're a little, uh, you know, jaded by that. But I, it, it's even better, though, when somebody says, man, you know what? A hug is a really big deal right now that you can't do. And, and to many people, unless they're in your house or whatever. And I think mm-hmm. that I, I'm proud of you, man, that you got that kind of deal. That's really cool. And I'm happy for a friend and, his, and, and the cast and everybody worked work so hard to do that to, to get that kind of response where, you know, they can throw you under a bus in five seconds. And hats off to the to the critic over there that that uh, gave it to you because, you know, it's something really needed right now. And I love that term that he wrote. I mean, you know, um, you're going to have to send me his name so I give him some love. Um because, yeah. uh, you know, that's something that is really cool. And right now, look, you know, depending on what you're looking for right now, we're, we've all binged through everything, you know. Exactly. We're all, we're all. I mean, you know, right now, you know, I know, you know, you guys, and, and congratulations, by the way, are in order to you and, and the missus. And, uh, oh, thank you, thank you, yeah. You know, and, but, um, so... What real quick? What have you been binging on, man? What have you been? Have you have you had a chance to sit down and and and, and you know go through some stuff, or are you still hammering things out through the movie? No, the the, the cool thing is uh, my wife. Like she grew up a lot smarter than I did, and she read a lot of books. <laughs> while when I was a kid, I watched every movie. Right. So it's funny. Like now uh, that we have a little bit of a lot of bit of downtime. I get to rewatch a lot of those movies or TV shows because she's never seen them, so I'm watching them with fresh eyes, and it's fun. Um, so we're actually we're, we're binging through Lost right now. Um, yeah, there's a ton of, I mean, honestly, like we we kind of finished Netflix, we finished Hulu, uh, so we're looking for like the next big thing to to binge. But right now we're kind of uh, going a little bit early off and and getting back into Lost. Gotcha. Great cast there, man. Great cast. Um, yeah, no, I mean, it's a guy. I love the show. I know a lot of people didn't like how it ended, but it's like, a, you know, it's a fun little sci-fi trip and it's cool. It's a, a good, you know, it eats away the night a little bit. So it's a, it's cool to get weird with Lost. Yeah, and, and that's fine. And again, it's something different. And, you know, it takes you on your ride, you know, and I'm, I'm kind of looking at it and we'll have a great conversation about this off there about of, of kind of things. I'll throw some things your way as a couple bones if you haven't seen them. But that's the thing. And, I, and that's the point I wanted to make up is you're kind of literally getting lost, you know, in mm-hmm. these things. And here now we have this, you know, movie coming along that, you know, has up and downs like everybody's going through right now in a way. And and, you know, has a good message to it and everything else and i think that's really cool and people can get lost in this you know people can get lost in for the love of jesse and uh and go and go on a ride for like you said 90 some minutes and and have some of those moments that uh you know we do need yeah and that's you know again check it out check out the film for the love of jesse and i can't give enough credit to one our producers who trusted me with writing this story uh, she again. She pitched me the idea, and I, I wrote the script. And I said, "Yeah, if I can direct it." And they, they, all they had, all I had for my resume at that point was a ton of reality stuff and a horror movie, which is nothing like the movie that we just put out. So they put a lot of faith in me. To uh, so big shout out to to Kurta and Dennis Tarlong who said, "Yes, here's our story. Uh, let's make it." And then obviously our cast, like they kick ass so hard um, because they had to dig into some deep places like like uh mandala rose like she you know we would talk off camera you know getting ready for scene and just at you know she's asking all these great questions on 
what I'm looking for, what you think the character should be doing. And then same with Adrian. That's one of the biggest reasons I cast Adrian was she read the script and she called me and she says, I, I, you know, I think I want to do this because there's some meat on this character. But what if I, what if I said it like this? Or what if I changed the line a little bit so it read like this? So she comes across a little more X, Y, or Z. And it was those questions where I'm like, oh, that's only something that you're going to get from a professional that's been in the game for like 40, you know, 40 years, for four decades. Who knows um, the right questions to ask to make, to make it better. She's not going to come in and just say words on a page just right. for a paycheck, just to, just to go. She, you know, she wanted to dig into it a little bit. And that's, that's what I crave and that's what I like yearn for from other collaborators is asking the right questions. How can we make this the best thing? It's not always my idea. You know, a lot of, some of the times it's not my idea, but yeah, if it's going to make the story better, let's do it. Yeah. Who cares? Who cares whose idea it is at that point? If it makes the story better, I don't care if the key grip comes over and says, blah, that sounds fantastic. Next, you know, all right, we're on a roll. You know, I mean, that's, that's, that's exactly that. It doesn't make a difference because it's a hardworking cast. And, And I love the fact that you, uh, you, you have, but you kind of make things easier like that. I mean, um, I, you know, coming on the show, you know, I was like, Hey man, look, you know, the movie's finally out. I was so excited to see that the movie, and I had misread it, I think, or I just lost time with being at home and, uh, oh man, you know, okay. I thought it was last Friday and, it, and I mean, this Friday rather than it was last Friday. And I was like, well, you know, I still got to have you on and I still want to talk about this because we talked about, you know, having you on when this movie hit. And just looking at this, like I said, almost a year later from the last time you were on the show and saying, wow, man, this is a reality now. It's out. And, of course, you know, we wanted to do the big hoop to do and everything else and the Mm -hmm. red carpet and everything else, which, like I said, I guess you said what we talked about is going to be at another time. But I I have to say that if, you know, one thing about the story is always going to be about For the Love of Jesse is it was released during a time where Hollywood was different. And you're going to be one of those movies that's going to be remembered for the fact that it was during the time where yeah, this is a good movie that comes out that people, you know, couldn't rush to the theaters and go see, you mm-hmm. know, and people, you know, couldn't, you know, they, they, you know, so they're going to be at home and they're going to be able to order this and they're home, get some popcorn or whatever else and sit down and check it out. And it's going to be one of those pictures that they talk about. This is one of those movies I saw during that time. Yeah, and that's kind of what I want from it. Um, you know, yeah, we had to cancel a red carpet. Yeah, we had to cancel our, our like, big theatrical uh, world premiere. We'll get that back, hopefully. You know, there's nothing like going to the theater. So we'll, we'll do a screening. We'll invite our friends and our family and our press friends out to come, to come watch the movie with us on the big screen. But the most important thing is I want this movie to... We're not... We're not reinventing the wheel by any stretch, but we, I think we made a really nice wheel and I wanted to create conversation and reach out to like our, I know a lot of our cast, they're on social media. They get, uh, uh, emails and questions every day about their character or why they did this. And, you know, let's create that conversation. And I know we are forced to be, uh, separated right now, but that doesn't mean that we can't come together and have a conversation about, uh, some of the issues in our film. Maybe it struck a chord with you. Hell, maybe you didn't even like it. And you just want to tell me you didn't like it? I'm open to that conversation too. Um, so we, we wanted to create the conversation, watch the film, enjoy it, take a break, take 94 minutes out of your day. You got nothing but time now, um, and create that conversation. 
Right. Yeah. And I'm, I'm going to talk to you about having some of the cast on because this is definitely something after I watch it, I'm, cause I'm going to have tons of questions myself, you know, and, and, uh, we might come back and re reexamine this ourselves, but here's the thing. I, I think that, you know, the idea, I want to, I have a question to ask you. How did it go from you directing like a horror movie to directing this? How does it, how's the difference in as you as a, as a creator, how, how was the difference in it? You know, talk to me a little bit about that. When the, when the producers of this film came to me, uh, when Curta came to me and pitched the idea, um, I was almost instantaneously uh, uh, on board. Um, I, I knew I could probably write a script um, that isn't horror. Because if you think of any great horror movie, it's just uh, an amplified drama. You know, so it's, you know, it's, it's a film about family with ghosts or a family with an, uh, a chainsaw wielding son <laughs> it's you know it's a it's a it's a deranged father who has to take his family to to a a, a hotel for the winter and things like it's always a drama laced with supernatural so what we did obviously is there's no supernatural to ours it's just a hard-hitting drama that's where i kind of like tapped in i was like looking at night terrors my first film it's about the stressed relationship between Sure, there's ghosts. Sure, there's gore to it. But at the core of it, it's the stress relationship between a mother and daughter. So I took that template and applied it to For the Love of Jesse and, says, and just said to myself, can I write a story about uh, a, a woman who loses her baby? Like, and, and can I do it honestly and respectfully? Because um, I'm not a woman. I've never lost a baby. Right. So I, I, I don't know. So it was about doing the homework and doing it tactfully. And doing it to a, a you know a point where you 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 hit you hit some emotional button, yeah, where it may be a little uncomfortable, but it's but it's real. It's real life. Stuff happens. Life is not perfect. Life can change at the the drop of a dime, as we all know nowadays. Um, so it was tapping into that and, and seeing and growing the story from there. Yeah, and and so and so so give us just a little insight of your characters that that you have in this. Just give us a little bit about. Mm -hmm. Just um, just a couple of characters in it, uh, what they play. You know, give me a little bite, because I know we don't want to give anything away. Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, so, Mandala Rose, who plays Sage uh, in the film, a uh, good story for her is I, uh, another person that I met after I had written the script and then rewrote the script to fit them. Uh, in the original script, Sage was played by a very different character. But I met Mandala and said, uh, she's from Australia, and she has this beautiful accent, um, like olive skin, dark hair. And we, we met, we were hanging out, we were talking about motorcycles, drinking beer. And she, you know, she expressed interest in this character. And she's like, yeah, I'd like to play it, and I can play it as an American with an American accent and play it a little more straight. And I was like, no, keep the accent. I'll tailor it to you, and, and you, adapt, you adapt you into this character. Um, so Sage Smith uh, is uh, a person from the other side of the tracks, per se, who's just has not been dealt a fair hand in life. Um, she got pregnant from her ex-boyfriend. He took off. She's working multiple jobs just, just, to, just to stay afloat. And then uh, into her third trimester, she, she loses her baby. And it's a very real thing that, that happens, you know, more often than not, and, it, and it's very sad. And then Randy Wayne's character, uh, Dr. Luke Matthews, is the complete antithesis to her. 
um, raised in a wealthy family, uh, very secure job, beautiful wife, beautiful life, beautiful house. And she goes in, uh, she has an um, amniotic embolism and goes into birth. And, and unfortunately, she passes away. So he's left with the broken pieces of becoming a father in the matter of hours and losing his wife. So it's about how you pick up your, how these two characters pick up their pieces and um, come together to learn how to let go, to learn how to, to love again, if that's even possible. Right. And, and then Adrian Barbeau is this just overbearing, protective mother who feels like she needs to do everything she can to hold on to her baby cub, uh, which is Dr. Luke Matthews. She wants to protect him. She wants to make sure that her way is the right way, and she, he needs to do this because she says so, and 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 it comes to a head in the film, and and they they all play it beautifully. And again, it's just about these characters learning that life changes really quick, and how how are you going to bob and weave with those with those changes? Right, and, and that, 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 like I said, you you got me you got me anxious to see it as well. Um, for that, what kind of projects are you working on right now, buddy? Ooh, baby. Um, well, with the, the, the climate we're in, I've got nothing but time to write. So I just, uh, I got two scripts that I'm working on. Hopefully, hopefully, uh, we can start shopping those once the world opens up again. Um, one is a female-led action, action thriller. Um, and then the other one is a hard sci-fi movie, uh, um, that we have a short for that, that'll be released soon. That is, which is, I, of course, I think so, but it's pretty stellar. So I'm excited to release that here in, in the next few weeks, um, and that'll accompany the the screenplay that we'll start shopping around soon. Oh, that's very cool! I can't wait to talk to you about that after after we kind yeah. of go through uh, for the love of Jesse. Um, that's really really cool on that part. And I'm so glad you know. I know you have time, but I'm so glad you know you're working and everything else still. But that you took the time to come on the show today because man, this has been something. I mean, this is one of those. There's a couple movies that, you know, that just during this time span that, uh, you know, since you and I have known each other, that I've been watching come along and couldn't wait for them to come out. And this is definitely one of them, um, you know, and it just feels so cool that we talked about this back when you were, you know, when you were finishing things up last year and, you know, looking at when it was going to be released. And now, man, here it's here, you know, right now, you know, and. And yeah, it's, I think it's really here. exciting to, you know, do that. And I, I think that with, how long did it take to shoot this? Uh, the, the, I think the production part was by far the most fun part. Uh, we were in a little tiny town of Wickenburg, Arizona. I was out there for a little over a month, but production, you know, we shot for a little over three weeks. Um, and we lived out in this little tiny town and, if it weren't for this town, this movie would not have happened. I mean, people opened up their doors, opened up their homes, opened up their restaurants. They gave us the the hospital to use that we use in the film uh, for for free for a close to thing. Um, uh, and, and emergency room wards. We had real nurses as extras. We had doctors on standby to make sure. Uh, I would have questions like, "How would you do it in real life, and how can I adapt it for for the film?" Um, so Wickenburg, big shout out to the town of Wickenburg. Uh, we did a, a fun screening there for the town. Um, and the film sold out for, uh, two or three weekends in a row there with lines stretched around the corner. It was, you know, pretty awesome to see. 
Um, so again, we couldn't have done it without the town of Wickenburg, but also shooting in Arizona is awesome. We had a lot of night shoots, so watching the sun sunrise every morning, oh, um, nice. you know, when we, when we were wrapped, just hanging out with the cast and the crew, everyone was a family. We had, everyone would go out and get drinks afterward or go get dinner and just hang out. It was very much a family unit. I love those kind of sets, man. Those are the best. Oh, yes. Those are the absolute best. Um, you know, that just, I just, I just love hearing that because those are the most fun sets and you make friendships for life. You might see, you might not see somebody for five mm -hmm. years and you pick up right after you left. Oh, hey, man, how you doing? Do you remember? Blah, blah, blah. You know, and I exactly. love and that's the cool thing is uh, this new script I'm writing, Hyena, is I wrote it for Mandala, um, who plays Sage in the film. I wrote it specifically for her just because I want to work with these people again. I want to. I, I, you know, it's like you find your little niche of, of people that you want to work with and you want to work with those people again. My sci-fi film that I, that I shot, that'll be out, uh, my short that I shot that'll be out soon. Um, I wrote it because one of the cast members from Jesse came to me and asked if, is she, let's work together. We need to work together still. So I wrote this thing for her, uh, Kelly Kula, who's just this phenomenal actor. And it's, it's just like you want to continue working. You know how it is. You want to continue working with people that are Absolutely. not only good at what they do, but, but like fun to hang out with. You're hanging out with people on set for 12 to 16 hours. Yeah, you want I, to enjoy that time as much as you can. I, I, absolutely. I, I, and that's why I said I love that. You know, you, hey, man, you know, remember we went and had drinks there. And, oh, yeah, that place was mm -hmm. great, you know. And the next time we're, we got to go there again, you know. And that kind of and, – and, and that's really cool, man. And I love the fact that – legitimately, you know, you're working with people in several different films and stuff, and I think that's cool, and, and that you write things and you can put things out. It also gives you, you know, you're also spreading yourself out in different ways. You know, one, everybody, you know, everybody knows you can write horror now, you know. Everybody knows now you're going to be able to write this type of film. What do you categorize for the love of Jesse? What do you categorize the film as? Uh, it's a dramatic romance, you know. It's, 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 it's drama, just like real life. Life is drama. Uh, sure, there's comedy in in life too. There's also drama, there's, and that's that's what for the love of Jesse is. It's a romantic drama. Do you think that after all, you know, after this is all said and done, and and, and you you're out there, you know, with are you looking at doing some more films like this? Um, if uh, if the right concept comes across my table, um, yeah, I was pitched another story uh, a few weeks ago. Um, that's not horror, and and we'll see if that you know takes off. But yeah, I, mean, I think if the right at the end of the day, I just want to make good stories. I don't care. I'm not a fucking guy. I'm not like a comedy writer. I don't know if I could write comedy, but if if, I, if a good story comes across my desk and I have the opportunity to turn it into a film, I, I want to be a part of it. And I want to put together a crew that wants to be a part of something great, be it horror, drama, sci-fi. Uh, romantic comedies, you know, whatever it is, as long as it's a good story. Right, right. Well, and, and I like that. You're not pigeonholing yourself. You know, you're doing, you're, you're doing many not things. To. You know, I like that. That's, that's, that's interesting. I don't think everybody can do that, but I mean, you know, you, you're obviously, yeah. you know, breaking, breaking into this and doing a couple different things out. Is there any, let me ask you a question. When, when you grew up, what did you watch? Oh man, I'm a I'm a child of the '80s and the '90s, so I spent my weekends at the video store. Every weekend, <laughs> I would go to the video store, 
my small little town, my small little um, video store, and I was always going to the horror section, always going to the sci-fi section, always going to the, the action section. That's that's the three spots I would hit. Um, and then I'd every weekend I'm walking out with a bag full of VHSs. Um, so that's, that's what I, I mean, obviously the Freddy's and the Jason's, but also like full moon entertainment, like the, the Trancers or puppet masters. Um, anything Larry Cohen was doing, like it's alive, the, it's the live series. Um, obviously Working with Lorraine Landon was a big like notch in my belt. Yeah, that's really cool. Watching her in Maniac Cop, and she's great. And working on her in Hundred, like these are the things that I grew up watching. And to work with people like Lorraine, people like Adrian, it's like sometimes I think they're like, "Is this real life? Is this really happening?" I'm still a fan, so I I dig that, and I love that you shared that because. You know, it, it's something that when you sit there and, you know, here you are, you know, you're working beside Adrian Bobo, you're working beside Lorraine, you know, and she's and she's a sweetheart, you know, and and, mm-hmm. and, and you got these talented actors and actresses that are there and, and uh, boom, you're watching them. Now you're they're in your film. And I think that's totally badass. Dude, it's a trip. It's a, <laughs> sometimes when I'm on set, like I'd be on set with Lorraine on Night Terrors or with Adrian this is, this is real life. Like we're, I'm actually, this is, we're all doing this thing together. Okay. Like I'll always have that. You can't take that away from me, no matter what you think of the movie. So what, what is it? Um, what are you looking at? Uh, if, if I said to you right now, what's going to be on your next thing that you're looking at watching yourself right now, you know, what, what's going to be on your deal with, I know you sit there and said that, you know, your wife's the reader and now you're kind of catching up with that part. I've dealt with that at home. Um, but so, <laughs> so, um, what are, what are you going to do on your side now? What are you looking at watching? Uh, I, I just started that new Netflix series, uh, Hollywood, uh, the new Ryan Murphy show, ah. Hollywood, um, which is good. I, it took me a few episodes to get into it, but it sucked me in. I like that old school Hollywood, how they're making these movies. It's, 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 that story is a lot bigger than I could explain, but I do recommend it. It's really good. Um, and then... Uh, that's 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 the one I'm kind of stuck on right yeah, now. That's really so, cool. I'm not. Yeah. Now you're the second person that's brought it up to me this week, so I will. You know, I'm gonna have to check it out. Um, I'm smack dab in the middle of Ten Star right now with Tim Roth, who I love. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but anyway, so here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen. You know, go out, check out for the love of Jesse, David. Where can we find this movie? Yeah, you uh, go out. For the love of Jesse, it, right now it's on Amazon, um, iTunes, Roku, Voodoo. Um, you can find it on Pure Flix. Um, then later in the summer, we're hoping June-ish, uh, you'll be able to find it in Target, Walmart, uh, and BestBuy.coms. And if you want, you could actually buy a DVD. If you want a DVD, you can reach out to me and order a DVD, and we can talk about the movie together. Um, but right now, iTunes, Amazon, Voodoo, Hulu, um, it's 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 out there in the in the in the streaming universe. You type it in for the love of Jesse with two E's and watch it. Take a break. Take a break from from uh, COVID life and spend ninety four minutes watching the club. Yeah, man. Who knows, man? You might hear right back from the man himself. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you good. Might... We, yeah, we can have a we can have a good conversation then. 
I, I think I think we I think we're gonna have to have that happen, especially after I watch it. I'm gonna have to pull you up on there and uh and uh and and talk about it with you uh on on Facebook or something and get get going. But uh, now all these for, formats that is out there, um, I also want to encourage people, please, after you watch it, please leave comments to all your movies you watch because this is a big deal to the movie makers out there today. Am I right? Yeah, go like leave us like it's funny. Uh... The people who want to leave a bad review, those are the people who want to let you know they didn't like it. Most people will watch it and like it and not say anything, because I'm guilty of that as well. How many movies do you watch that you love that you don't? <laughs> Great. But if you don't like it, like, there's always that guy who doesn't like it. He's going to tell you the first thing on the first comment that you read that he doesn't like it. But if you like it, please rate us. Give us, give us some feedback. Give us some love. If you like, if you like love, this movie is for you. David McAbee right here, the director of For the Love of Jesse. It's out now. You guys go find it on all major platforms. Man, it's been a real pleasure. Thank you so much. Where's your social media at, my friend? Tell everybody where they can reach you at. Uh, yeah, Char, thanks again for taking the time to do this. It's good to just uh, connect with friends during this time. Um, you can find me, I'm on all the, 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 so I'm not very active on the social medias, but you can find me on, uh, <laughs> Facebook at David McAbee, uh, Instagram, the McAbee face. I'm out there. Um, but watch our film for the love of Jesse. It's out now. Again, Lifebox me and Chad with David McAbee right now. Director for the love of Jesse. Fantastic cast in this movie. You guys got to go see it. I'm going to be checking it out tonight, but I know the cast is just going to bring it. And I know the writing and just watch the trailer to hook you in. Thank you so much, David. I appreciate it, my friend. Please stay in touch, and I will talk to you soon. Sure, always a pleasure. Take care, brother. Goodbye.